Welcome to Dead Man's Party. Nostalgic reviews from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. With your hosts, Chris, Alex, and Christian. Who could ask for more? Don't run away. It's only them. That you ought to know There are two kinds of love Two kinds of love That you ought to show There are two kinds of love One is for the girl that you Welcome to episode two of Dead Man's Party My name is Al I'm here with Chris Now, in light of this Something that happened that's insanely crazy Especially in relation to our new podcast here. Sadly, Apollo Creed himself, Carl Weathers, passed away uh, on Friday, I guess, right? Was it just announced Friday, or, or did he die Friday? Well, it just said he passed peacefully in his sleep, so it was either, you know, the night of the first or the morning of the second, depending on what time it was. Right. And, of course, we can't believe what we were reading as we just reviewed Rocky three days before that. And because we're doing a whole spotlight on the Rocky movies here with, you know, Dead Man's Party. So we, we're just jaw-dropped here. We're obviously sad. This review, and all of them, I'll tell you right off the bat, were recorded before this news. So I'm actually glad about that, Chris. I don't know about you. I'm glad that... We gave our reviews without it being skewed at all. We're not saying things differently at all based on what happened. We're giving, like, it's not going to be changed by what happened. So it's just, it's more authentic that way. But um, we didn't obviously want to just never address this or pay tribute to uh, Apollo himself. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if this would have happened, like, right before we recorded, there would have been, like, a Paul cast over the whole recordings you know there would have been like a sadness to it and I'm, I'm glad it didn't happen at that point because that it would have just had a completely different vibe in my opinion oh definitely it just wouldn't have been the same it wouldn't have been as cheerful it wouldn't have been as energetic it, it, everything would have been skewed we would have said things differently and you know we know that we're never going to watch Rocky Four the same again oh no just that, just the same way we'll never watch that the same again. We would have never reviewed these the same had we done it after this announcement. Uh, so what can we say? I mean, it's funny. We didn't go too much into the um, the cast in Rocky 1 because we have a whole format we're trying to do. But then we did start addressing the cast in Rocky 2. And um, Christian actually said, you know, can we, can we stop for a minute and talk about how great Apollo is? And I'm so glad that he said that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, <clears throat> think about that. Carl Weathers, I mean, he had had a couple of acting gigs before he got Rocky, but it was just like TV shows in like one movie. 
but he was cast in this movie to be the main, you know, adversary. And he absolutely knocked it out of the park, man. He is on fire from the very first scene in that movie. He's incredible, his acting. Yeah. Apollo, I recognize Apollo's presence and delivery and and what he meant. And, you know, when people love Rocky 1 and 2, they do cite Apollo. For sure. Um, he's so charismatic in that role. You know, they were obviously they were going for a Muhammad Ali-esque type figure with all of his, you know, poetry and loudness and, you know, the way he was at the press conferences and all that stuff. But he really made it his own character, man. I mean, he's there. there is no Rocky without Apollo Creed. I mean, for God's sake, they made a whole spinoff series, even though it's his son. They made a whole spinoff series basically based off that character to keep that character alive. Right. So to speak. Yeah. And that legendary painting of Rocky punching Apollo in the beginning or the end of Rocky Three, I have that painting and it's hanging up in my house. I've had it for years since like 2016. Wow. You have the actual original one. Yeah. I was going to say, no, not that. <laughs> I have a, a, a repo. <laughs> uh, a, a reproduction of that. Very yeah, small. I've, uh, I've come close to buying a reprint of that over the years, but I just never pulled the trigger for some reason. Well, now you should. And hopefully now it's not. They didn't double the price of it. Exactly, but. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we just wanted to come on here real quick and just say, rest in peace, brother. Thank you for the amazing uh, performances. Thank you for being such a presence in these movies and and it's not just rocky that you made oh, you thank made you. thank you. i was i was gonna say not just apollo creed i mean because of carl weathers we have dylan from predator because of carl weathers we have chubbs peterson from happy gilmore i mean all <laughs> those characters are phenomenal just phenomenal he's always great uh predator is one of our favorite movies of all time we will be covering that with that i'm kind of glad we're doing it post his death a lot of Rocky movies you don't want to do post his death. From from here forward, anytime he pops up somewhere, yeah, I definitely would obviously like to give a little more each time we do those. No, it's just, you know, it's strange when celebrities die that you have ties to from your youth, whether it's an actor or a musician or an athlete. You know, most of the time I see the headline and I'm like, you know, oh, that's sad. You know, it's too bad. This one felt different to me, and it's just, I know, obviously it's because of my ties to the Rocky movies, but, like, I legitimately got emotional yesterday sitting at my desk at work when I was scrolling the internet and reading tributes that, you know, other actors and such were putting online about their history with Carl Weathers. Like, it, it's, it, it got me, man. Hello, everyone. Today is an incredibly sad day for me. I mean, I've, I'm so torn up, I can't even tell you. I'm just trying to hold it in because Carl Weathers was such an integral part of my life, my success, everything about it. I, I give him incredible credit and kudos because when he walked into that room and I saw him for the first time, I saw greatness, but I didn't realize how great. I never could have accomplished what we did with Rocky without him. He was absolutely brilliant. His voice, his size, his power, his athletic ability, but more importantly, his heart, his soul. 
it's, it's, it's a horrible loss. And I'm standing here in front of this painting because it was probably the last moment we were ever in the ring together and I'll never forget it. He was magic. And I was so fortunate to be part of his life. So, Apollo, keep punching. Yeah, I, uh, I know what you mean. All right, well, we'll be back to uh, discuss a little bit more about Carl Weathers in between our Rocky Four and Rocky Four Director's Cut review. But uh, for now, let's put on a happy face and celebrate the life of Carl Weathers with the rest of these reviews. We're going to be on here with us two and Christian and talk some Rocky too. So let's get to it. All right, here we are, Rocky Two. What year did this one come out? 1979. Nine, three years after the original. I'll say it, Rocky looks different for sure. Everybody kind of looks a little different, but not in a bad way. But it is it is pretty funny. Yeah, his, his hair looks different at the beginning of this movie than it does at the end of the first one. It's longer, it's like more full. It's more, yeah, definitely different. Yeah, yeah. So this movie takes place immediately after Rocky to the point where they're driving in the ambulance after the fight. Oh, that seems great. That's great. The opening credits, how they're going through Philadelphia and showing all the stuff, the ambulance ride. This is back, this is back before, like, the the love of VHS and everything else and every household has them. So you get a very, a fairly long recap of the final fight. Um, and, and, and by the time the opening credits ended, they're in the hospital. I think 10 minutes of the movie's already happened. Now, it's not like he's padding the movie. The movie's two hours still, similar to the first. But it's just you get a nice recap of that final fight. Uh, so uh, this one is more still dramatic, but more action-focused than part one. Uh, a, li- a little bit, but nothing li- like three and four. No, of course not. Of no. course not. But yes, I agree. Again, you get that title coming across in yellow. Yellow seems to be the color code of this movie. I'm I'm glad you said that because, you know, they open this movie with the end of Rocky 1 with that music. But I don't know if you all have ever noticed this in Rocky 2 when they play that music and they show the clips from the end of part one. The audio is louder and it's got a lot more punch to it. You can hear the commentators clearer. The music's more in your face. So that always hits me harder when I watch the beginning of Rocky 2 as opposed to when I'm actually watching Rocky 1 in hits because everything's just louder and just like, boom! Well, think about it. We're on a horror podcast, right? So Halloween 2 showed the end of Halloween. It was a thing to to do that stuff. Um, Of course, Halloween 2 ruins the end of Halloween 1. It's it's terrible, but uh, this movie doesn't... I love Halloween 2 as well. Halloween 2 is amazing. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's like in my top ten horror movies, but it it totally ki- like the music's wrong. It sounds wrong. It's the music the- is not wrong, sir. Oh, stop! The uh, <laughs> the the punch of everything is all wrong. It's like the the big imprint, the Wiley e. Coyote imprint yeah, of the one. That, like, that's stupid. Yeah. The seven gunshots, but we could go on and on. The seven gunshots. We yeah, we go off. Oh, he walks up a ramp. Yeah, I mean, there's a million things. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky yeah. 2. Um, so, yeah, it shows the recap. They pick up in the hospital, and we just heard them say, like Christian pointed out, I don't want one as far as a rematch goes. And yet, 
Apollo's like, you got damn lucky. They're nothing but luck. And blah, 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 blah. And we should go back in the ring. He goes, is he serious? <laughs> like, it's already humor. I, I did notice there's a lot more humor. Tons yes. more humor. Wholeheartedly agree. This is where he gets his Rocky-isms with the humor punches. And this is similar to the Rocky of part one and bridges it to the Rocky of part three and four. But it's not the exact same Rocky but I think they had to do something to to build upon this. Uh, it's almost like this one's almost closer to part five, but part five seems like he's doing a caricature of this one. <laughs> yeah, part five. <laughs> but no, no, let's not knock five because he did have brain damage at that point. So there, <laughs> there is a reason he is acting punchy, like more than ever. Um, but in this movie, it is pointed out how stupid he is because he talks about how he smeals mainly. So, I mean, yeah. l- listen, we have to cut the guy a break here, right? <laughs> So, so uh, he's he's healing in the hospital. He has this great again moments, moments, moments. Asking Apollo, "Did you give me your all?" Yes. You know, just something so stupid, right? Like, there's a million movies and a thousands of minutes through millions of minutes through all of them, right? But why would a, a minute where he asks the guy if he gave me your all stick out? But it does. There's just something about the way everything's done here, and then he's not a prick. He answers them. Uh, like he's he's literally he's like who's that? Uh, well, uh, yeah, like like he does it. So Sorry, we didn't really address this in the first one. How good is fucking Carl Weathers in this role, man? Like he, oh, he 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 right. had we did. he had yeah. a, going into the first movie. He had a little acting experience, like on TV shows and stuff. He was an ex NFL football player. He gets this role and he knocks it out of the fucking park, dude. Well, he's His an icon too. His acting is phenomenal. We always say Rocky, and I'm not talking about the Creed movies sort of be the exclamation mark of him being an icon, but when you think of Rocky, you think of Rocky and Apollo Creed. I mean, it's like like hand in hand. So, like, he's just as much. Yeah, exactly. I love the dichotomy between Apollo in the first one when he's like happy go lucky. He's almost like a Muhammad Ali ripoff, like a clown. And in this movie, he is pissed off from the opening second through the entire movie. All he's focused, all he's focused on is getting Rocky back in the ring to beat the shit out of him and prove that that first fight was just a fluke. Right. I love the moments where he's throwing the the mail up on the balcony. Yes. He won't even play with the kids, this and that. Like, giving him, having all these arcs come together and, like, everybody, Adrian, Rocky, Paul, Paul I forgot if Paulie had much of an arc. He, and Paulie's funny. He doesn't have arcs. He's just, that's just who he is. His moments. He just has his moments. <laughs> yeah, and- I feel like Paulie's not in part two that much. At least no standout scenes, really. Right, way more in part one, but he's—it's great that he's there, though. Oh yeah, the 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 direct continuation is fantastic. The look of the so again, although I, I talked about the bridging of the of Rocky and his acting of Rocky and 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 how you can look at it, part one and two kind of go together, uh, probably because of the seventies aesthetic, and then part three and four go together probably because of the eighties aesthetic. Uh, no question, but. So Stallone directed this. He, he wrote and directed this one and right. three and four. And so that's that's the funny part. So like two, three and four should be the ones that almost go together. <laughs> so I, just, I just bring that up because it's interesting. But 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 one 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 and two, even though two has more action moments in part one, maybe 
one and two are just basically dramas, whereas three and four are like action movies. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I I won't disagree. This one, he ramped it up. He knew what a sequel took. He had to ant up the like he had to. Pony up, like they say in the horror films, we know it's a, a typically a bigger body count, yeah, more kills, more body ale. That's exactly, and, and, and here it was a faster pace. It still does not skimp on the dramatic because we've got we've got the the, the whole the, thing the, with Adrian in the coma. Yeah, Adrian in the coma, the baby, which <sighs> which gives you the extra punch, and I don't even I feel like I'm cheap. I don't, maybe I won't get to it yet because I I'm, for the win moment because that is the iconic. That, that scene is freaking iconic with the combination of her waking up from that coma and her saying, do me one favor. And he's like, what? Come closer. Come closer. Win. Ding. And that bell yes. kicks. Oh, my bell. God. What are we waiting for? That, yes. Okay. <laughs> guys, guys, that that right there, that's my favorite moment from any of these movies. When she says win and that bell kicks in and he looks at her like, What? And she goes, win. And Mick goes, what are we waiting for? Take us. And then it cuts into that training montage. Oh, my God. And he went up some, like, again, how do you you trump your sequel? First, we've got that. But we get a double whammy of of training montage. So he's got the training montage. Then you've got the the, the tender moment with his baby for, like, 30 seconds. And then you slam cut in the second training montage which is, which is kind of what he does in part four uh which we'll, we'll get to but like this has all the dramatic moments because this has the wedding this has the the birth of the baby but the coma the, the, there's there is a lot of drama and maybe maybe it could be i could see someone coming down on it for that like oh it was you know he was like kind of using these moments yeah but i i can't i can't agree i disagree i can't disagree with Maybe someone coming down on it, but he does it so well here that it doesn't feel forced. No. P- I feel like people always shit on this movie and call it boring because of the hospital scene. That's only 11 minutes. They act like it's a 30-minute block out of the movie. But that's a lot for people. That's a lot of time. People cannot do that a lot. And unless, of course, we can. But I I, I, can, I don't know why you'd encapsulate a whole movie based on 11 minutes, but but you might encapsulate... They might be saying the wedding scene. They might... When he took the retard to the zoo. They might be talking... <laughs> No, just, That's a um, callback to the first movie. <laughs> yeah, obviously I'm kidding. Uh, no, but yeah, the guy goes, take her to the zoo. Why? Retards like the zoo. And he actually takes he her. Takes like, her to what the, the zoo. fuck is... Yeah, why would you do that? You think she's retarded for real? Like, think about those, Chris. Like, you got so long, those... bag. <laughs> yeah, you got, you got th- them house shopping. They're house shopping. Like, now listen, of course, like I said, I'm good with this. But I'm just saying, I can understand people don't want, when they put a Rocky movie, I just think of me and Christian when we were teenagers. We wanted three and four. So we certainly don't want to watch house shopping, zoo strolling, weddings, comas, reading books, reading children's books. That's not, or or even people might cite him doing the commercials. I think it's fucking hilarious. That's great because he got a taste of money a little bit of fame and that that makes sense and that whole way it plays out leads to his kind of arc which maybe can explain how his character evolves to three and four not being the same as one and two because he's starting to teach himself how to read and he's reading adrian and I, i'm watching part two now in the background just because well I, I it just i love it it's just the visual the visual reinforcement and and 
Apollo Creed, when we're talking about this, we, we do that thing where we get it's his taste of life, how he's been called a phony, a fake, like people uh, kill yourself and whatever. You feel his pain and that's what it's driving him. So it makes sense that he wants this rematch now more than anything because he's got to save face. He's got to do this for himself as well. Even if he turns into the villain, he's willing to do it. He'll become a villain to do it. He says it. He goes, whatever it takes, man, whatever gets him in the ring. You know, like he says, okay, whatever. And Rocky doesn't want to do it. That's the reason why this is this kind of get, takes a while to get to where it's going. He wants to live his life. He wants to have an office job or something. He wants to work a nine-to-fiver. How can I forget that? Dude, he's throwing meat slaps. Like, you have to understand. I get that people think, like, who wants to see Rocky work in a fucking menial labor job, right? Like, nobody, right? So it's like, I mean, again, I don't care. I'm okay. But I'm just yeah, saying... Here. I can see why people see this as the boring one. Now, listen, to me, it's, I, I love Rocky. I want to see these little in-between moments in life, not just the grand moments where he's exercising or boxing or whatever. Like, I like this whole thing, and I like his character throughout it and how he behaves, how he interacts throughout it. I like this stuff. And the, the fact that he got laid off, like, that's part of the arc. The, even even the moment when he's talking to Mickey and he smacks me, he goes, you saw nothing, Rock. You're blind in that one eye, you know? And, and like that whole thing, people don't see that as action-y. We like it because it's Mickey. But other people are going, eh, he's just walking up the stairs and they're talking about boxing and they're looking at their phone. You know, I could see it, right? We could all see why people might say this, right? But, but it's a great way to deal with the character. And Chris, I'm sorry if we're not giving you... You look like you're about to explode. Oh, I'm oh, good. No, listen, I'd love a rebuttal, but you got to remember, you can't be yelling at me here. I, I'm okay with this stuff, so go ahead. <laughs> no, I was going to say, from from the moment after he gets out of the hospital and it's snowing outside, they go to the zoo, they get married, he goes and blows all his money on the car, the jacket, the tiger jacket, the watches, the house, you're thinking, oh shit, he's blowing through this money really fast. Then it's like, okay, I gotta get a real job. He wants to go get an office job. They're like, they're basically like, get out of here. You're not getting an office job. He's gotta get the meat <laughs> job. Like he goes, Let's be realistic, sir. Yeah, exactly. He's gotta get the meat job, then he gets laid off. And then I love that scene after he gets laid off when he's down in his basement, punching on the heavy bag, just kind of working out. Adrian comes down there, he says, I got laid off today. They have that whole back and forth. And he says, hey, would you mind getting dinner going? I'm starting to get a little hungry. She goes up, and then he starts punching the bag again. And you can see on his face, he's getting madder and madder. And he starts hammering on that bag. And you can tell how frustrated he is that he is not able to provide for his family, that he basically has no future, and he has nothing else left to do except fight. Yeah, and think of that the arcs or character developments of, like, even Mickey, how he cares enough about he again think about this he went to in part one he said you need management rock because he wants to ride on rocky's coattails he wants that 10 percent, whatever 20 percent, whatever they get he wants that he knows he could get another 20 percent, another 10 but he still says no rock you're gonna go blind you can't you saw nothing so he cared already enough to say no then when he saw Apollo's thing, he goes, the man's ducking me in the man's hide, he don't want to blah, blah, blah. And then, then he threw the soup at the TV, and then he's like, 
let's murder the bum, or whatever he says when he opens the door, and he goes, absolutely. Then he looks at Adrian at that moment, man, where it's like, he's like, I'm sorry. You're he's like, basically you know, like, I have no other choice. I have to do this. I copied that in part four. You, you guys? Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That, that, that whole yeah. Adrian on the stairwell. Yeah. It's, like a, it's like a motif. <laughs> yeah. But you can't win! The, Mick, the Mickey part, he's at all the events. He comes to the wedding. He's there. He's sitting by the bedside while she's in a coma. Awesome. And he's like, he's like, if you want to bow out, I'll bow out of this. We're, we'll be fine or whatever. Like he, he, he's, he's standing by Rocky's side. Like he, he doesn't want to take offense. And then we, like Rocky gets to the point where he wants to jump so bad. He's willing to clean the spit buckets in yeah. Mickey's gym. <laughs> I liked him better when he was carrying spit rock. Yeah, <laughs> the Italian chicken. Hey, this is good. He goes, hey, hey, wait a minute, and he spits it while Rocky's yeah. holding yeah. it. Can't you think yeah. of anything tougher to say than oops? Oops. Yeah, I, I, I want to kill that guy when he says that. I hate him. Rocky, I figure there there's still be some respect. I get where they're going with it, and Mickey sets it up. And because the second he starts fucking running, the second his foot hits pavement, people are like, yeah, Rocky! <laughs> they're, they're cheering him on. At the end. <laughs> Dude, I'm so glad you pointed that out. Is that a flaw in this movie? How do they instantly have no respect? He just did this. Yeah, talking it out, it's funny. But when you when in watching it in the background and, and seeing it recently again, it, I think it's really just one or two. And But the... But society, the city's got them. Although they do cut to those guys outside, actually. Yeah, he goes, you sweep real well. Shit. So so it's like, yeah. wait a minute. This guy just went the full distance with the heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah. What are you thinking? Why are you mocking him? This wasn't eight years ago. It was yeah, like a year ago. <laughs> Yeah. Not, not even that, because they have the rematch six months after the first fight. Six or eight oh, months. Oh, do they? Yes, yes. Well, there you go. So what is happening here? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get to the scene to see if those guys outside that kind of irk him or, or say, because he's walking with Adrian at that point, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, uh, yeah, maybe they're talking about someone else or something like that. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> Yeah, sure they are, Rocky. Because, because that that scene that scene when Apollo is so focused on getting the rematch and his trainer's like, now look, this guy hasn't doing, been doing anything for six months. Any trainer or any manager wouldn't have yeah. nothing to do with him. Wow, thank God you could quote this this well. That right, well, yeah, that right there was six months, but then they make the fight shortly thereafter, and then the fight would have happened within a month or two after that, so eight months probably after the first fight. I thought it was, it was supposed to be the next Thanksgiving Christmas season. I okay. thought it was. Yeah, the yeah, first but... fight was on New Year's Day, and then they fought on, like on Thanksgiving weekend, I believe, in part two. Yeah. Okay, but they were still mocking him by six months. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I always thought it was funny. Like, whenever I look at I always like to stare at Apollo's face once once they're at that, like, press conference. Because I'm like, wow, so he finally got his way. Is he, is he happy? And he's still not happy. He still wants to get, he wants to fight. He was no, I want to fight right now. Like he's still impatient. He still wants the fight to happen. Like this second, he's still not happy. Nothing's good enough for him until he actually wins this fight. Then, but thank God again, not to jump ahead, but Apollo also has such depth that although he made this moment in the hospital where you're, man, blah, blah, I took it easy on you. And then the embarrassing stuff on the news all the time, the press conference, and the, and the, his, the ferociousness during the fight, he still, after the fight, 
the way he embraced Rocky after the fight says so much about his character, almost like Johnny Lawrence in Karate Kid. Yeah, he raised his hand up, said, you're all right, LaRusso, you're all right. Kind of like Apollo, right? Uh, I think, right? Did Apollo kind of like do something positive? Yeah, he, he, he lifted his hand and then rubbed his head and said, good luck. We were talking about Polly not really doing much, but Polly does get him a job at the meat factory. Polly, and then he gets Polly that loan shark job, and then Polly's even willing to give him some bread. Although he's making him feel bad about it, that Rocky doesn't want to take any charity from it and whatever. Rocky's doing, he's trying to sell him the car. You can, can yeah. take over these payments. Yeah. Sure. What does ever happen? He literally just hands him the car and then walks home. <laughs> yeah, whatever happens. And then the car is never seen again, oddly enough. Like, yeah. you couldn't get this car back for part three. And, like, and like he goes, I'm going to get Paulie a snow cone machine. He's like, he's like you like snow cones? So I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm going to get, like, Kermit and uh, Big Bird. It's like, come on, man. Let's talk about this fight, man. What the hell are we doing here? <laughs> like, Apollo can never, like, chill ever. He's like, dude, you're getting your fight. Stop. <laughs> it's just, like, so funny with that whole dynamic. I don't know. I, I love that scene when Apollo is in the office with his management team and, you know, he's just dead set on getting that rematch and his trainer wants nothing to do with it. And he goes, what are you afraid of, Tony? <laughs> honest? Yeah, honest. And Tony walks over there and he goes, I saw you beat that man like I never saw no man get beat before. And the man kept coming after you. And you can see in his eyes, that guy, the trainer, wants no part of going against Rocky again. Because he knows what he's made of. I like Duke. That's Duke, right? He, and that's the other thing. Tony Duke. bringing yeah. him back. He brings him back. He's there until he's there in Rocky Balboa. <laughs> he's, he's, he's in all of He's in every movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. because yeah, he was in part. No, he wasn't in five. Yeah, he was. A, well, he's in, in the opening scene the in the beginning. locker room. Yeah. Oh, he goes, yeah, you did it for Apollo. Yeah, right, right, right. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, how weird is that? He was like, hey, can you do one line in the next movie? He's like, really? It's an old four-year movie. He's like, I really got nothing for you in this one. But uh, <laughs> so how about how weird is it that Duke, right away in part one, he goes, nah, he's a Southpaw. I don't want you messing with a Southpaw. Duke knew instantly that Rocky was the wrong guy. Instantly. Yeah. And he said it over and over, and it, it was went unheard every single time, and nothing but bad things. So Duke is an amazing manager, right? Yeah, I, I don't know how, like, are you guys are you guys boxing fans at all? I, I mean, I'm a fan, but I don't know the ins and outs. Like, I don't know if you could be trained from being a southpaw to be a right-handed fighter. Like, oh, that yeah, that's very, that's very, that's very common. Um, so I've been like, a, I've been a Ooh. hardcore boxer. No, I'm just saying. In boxing, <laughs> no idiot. That's com- everybody knows this shit. No, okay, so yeah. It is. It's common for because because people do not want to fight left-handed fighters because they do everything backwards and it's hard to train for them. So if you're a left-handed fighter coming up through the ranks, people will stay away from you. So they often get converted to right-hand stance. So they won't be as avoided. But yes, that's always been a thing that left-handed fighters are avoided because they're so awkward. Because there's not nearly as many of them as there are right-handed fighters. Are you? Were you a left-handed fighter in school, <laughs> dude? I'm both hands. I'll knock your fucking ass out with either fist. Uh, well, let's get to the fight. 
let's rank fights real quick. Is this one better than the first one? Yes. The fight, the fight itself. Yeah. This this is my fi- better, this is my favorite fight out of any movie. Okay. I mean that that, that that's that's bold. <laughs> I mean, but no, it's, no, they went up it. They went up it. No question. The budget shows through here, and they went all out. It's it's longer. It, 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 it's just yes. it's it's great. It's a great fight. It's longer. It's sh- it, it. Apollo is beating the shit out of him for two rounds, trying to kill him. And at the end of the second round, just like the first movie, Rocky comes on. And it starts hammering on Apollo, and then when the third round clicks, it's on, and it just starts going the back and forth. But they do spend more time in this one, showing the ins and outs of like almost every round. But the the music just elevates it just to the next stratosphere, man. I don't disagree, but Apollo is winning. Like, isn't this? Isn't he constantly winning? That they said that pretty much Rocky's got to knock him out, or oh or yeah, it for will be, sure, it will be. It'll be going to Apollo because when when they get to the ninth round and it shows those slow motion clips, Apollo's like waving them yeah. in, and it shows Rocky hammering him. When that round's over, you hear the announcer go, "I wonder how Apollo Apollo Creed, Creed feels. He's lost his first round, so that tells you after nine yeah. rounds, Rocky's way down on the scorecards." So yeah, yeah. right because right. that's why at the end of the fourteenth round, Apollo's trainer says, "Just stick." and move you got three minutes and yeah, Apollo you like, could avoid him avoid except, him except all he got all he had to all he had to do was run around the ring and he had he, to could. <laughs> he could have just literally ran around him that was apollo creed's ego go no nope. yeah he just kept I'm saying gonna he's gonna fall own. he's gonna fall <clears throat> again not listening to duke again exactly not listening to duke but also i think giving like building upon his character there's an ego there he wants he doesn't he wants to give his all he doesn't want to leave anything on the floor. And, and it's like, yeah, he could have won it. But it was like, no, I'm not going down that way. We're going to fight this out. Exactly. And it ended up... It leads to Rocky Four. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's, yeah, interesting. I never thought about that. My only gripe with this fight, and Christian, I brought this up to you like a year or two ago. When Rocky knocks Apollo down at the end of that round and Rocky falls down with him, that would not have been considered a knockdown for Rocky in the boxing world because Rocky only went down because of his follow through on his own punch. He didn't get punched. But what about falling from exhaustion though? Why wouldn't that matter? That he wow. he would not Rocky would not have been at any risk of being counted out in the real boxing world had that happened because he did not get punched. But in the I in, in, I didn't think it in, ho- in Holly oh yeah, in Hollywood it makes for a great scene. But oh. no. If you knock someone down and then you happen to fall down because of the momentum. What if you stay down because you're so tired? Will you yeah. still win? <laughs> yes. Because you, you can stay not- down for the next 30 seconds and win the fight. You did not get knocked down. Yes. Huh. Yeah. Well, again, he knew that most people wouldn't know that. Exactly. Exactly. I've again, all this, I do remember steps. you telling me this. Yeah. And I've watched the movie like probably three times since we've had that discussion. Well, I know. At least twice, but no, because I've watched it now. Uh, and now I'm starting to watch these uh, like all during the Christmas season as well, uh, annually. So the the reality is that even though you've told me that, I forgot. So like again, the yeah. power of movie magic then. And yeah. I love I love movie magic when they can just stretch out time and that 10 seconds taking like what feels oh like a God. minute. Not even that scene though. <laughs> Let's talk about before that. 
the slow scene where they have that eerie music and you see like the Rocky's vision and it's all like skewed and everything and you see this Apollo punching towards his face and then like the slow and Rocky's head goes back and everything like that eerie music and you hear like yes. people yelling in the background like all that is so great and like so amazing something else we haven't talked about in these first two movies Rocky doesn't know what defense is. His hands are at his waist <laughs> the entire time. That's he, just great, gets hit. he eats every <laughs> shot. It's not until the third movie where he's like, oh, I can do this and block punches. And then he stops in the fourth movie. Who are the announcers? Are they actually announcers in the boxing world that seem to come back? Like, just like all the actors come back, these fucking announcers come back for all the movies, too. So, so yeah. the, guy, the guys in the first three movies, the white-haired guy with glasses, his name is Stu Nahan, and I can't remember the other guy. I, I think they were boxing announcers back in the 70s. I'm not 100% sure, though. But, I mean, they're great. Yeah. Oh, God, they're amazing. Consistency, like, I thought they, was, they also have them as cutaways. They're the, the English-speaking ones in uh, for when they're in Russia. It's complete pandemonium. Oh, they have all different languages yeah. when they're in Russia. They got like Chinese, all kinds of stuff that they drop in there. Um, how about the the promoter, though, Jurgens? He was great. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. I'm telling you, you got the yellow motif here. He's got the yellow and black shorts, the yellow, the yellow ring. It's, yeah, there you go. The yellow shirt that Chris is wearing. <laughs> <laughs> you can all see that, right? Yeah, <laughs> great for an audio podcast. And also, but like, let's also talk about how this movie establishes Rocky's music. It wasn't just a one-off. Now it's the Rocky theme. It's no longer just oh the music that was in that movie. I mean, we have all come to know it as Rocky music, but in reality, it wasn't Rocky music. It was right. just in that movie, and now it's Rocky music. And I think, uh, well, they, they use the same crew for a lot of the movies, not all of them, but for a lot. There's consistency from the from the music to, I believe, even the, the director of photography. And, the, and that helps because, you know, that just helps keep a consistent look. So uh, that's probably, again, uh, a testament to the success as well. I'm not saying if you switched them up, they wouldn't have been successful. Right, but it's good connective tissue. It's like exactly. the cast, everything. Um, the cast is amazing. Like, they're all they all seem to be character actors in ways like like think of cattle calls for acting. Think of like they, they could have seen five hundred people for Mickey, right? And how how what a sin it would have been if anybody but Burgess Meredith was Mickey. Think of the ca- the cattle call for, for Paulie. How could you have another Paulie? Right? Even Adrian. Now she's a real actress, like she was in Godfather and stuff like that, but could there have been anyone else as Adrian? It would have been so awkward and it would have been too on the nose. She's like the perfect person to be a, a total fucking weirdo and grow into this hot wife. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know where her hottest moment is. Uh, two, three, or four. Um, I guess three, three right? Yeah, three for say three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess three is her hottest. Two, here she's still a little weird. But, uh, yeah, she, she grows into a real person in three and can actually give a real speech. And, and now, listen, win is a huge speech, even though it's one word. Um, but her speeches really hit you. And when she's telling Rocky to not fight, that hurts you because you begin to love Adrian and, and you feel like you're betraying her as Rocky wants to. And he feels bad about betraying her. Just like like we said, when he opens the door and he goes, let's 
whatever, knock his block off, whatever he says. And then, then he looks at her. Like, that moment of him looking at her, and then he closes the door, and she's standing there with her hand on her stomach or whatever. Like... And it says baby with a fucking arrow pointing down. Yeah. Like I was stupid. <laughs> so it's like it's like these moments and like it's it's all like perfect, like who it is, and nobody else could have been Rocky. I mean, these are just the the imagery in this movie too, and even the, like when they're training and the guys like drawing their pictures and stuff, like all that adds such little like touches that that just make this all feel so lived in. It's not like they set up a shot and said, "Let's film this scene." You feel like this is all really happening, and we're just looking at it. And I think I think part of that is because sometimes I wonder if you're watching in the background when they're walking through the park or when there's some of the running things. I don't think they've got the like they've shut down. The the streets or whatever. Oh Those no! People are looking at the cameras. They're watching it as it's going on, and and and, and it's almost like yeah, almost like guerrilla style filmmaking. In yeah, some of exactly. Those yeah. In a few of these moments, on part one, they didn't know who the hell anybody was, but now part two, he's a superstar. Like Stallone's a superstar already at this, at the, or at least if not a superstar, very well known, very known, the success yeah. of that, and and it's now being part and they're filming part two. Now, how do you one up? The iconic running up the stairs, cheering scene that what he looks like sloth for a split second there uh, when he's cheering in part one. You you to redo it and you have a shit ton of kids running after him. Running after him. <laughs> I mean that was amazing. I, it, it works right. It makes no sense. This would never happen, but it works. The streets are shut down. Possibly, yeah. You couldn't possibly do it, but it, it works. Or you could do the Slayer remix with Raining Blood playing in the background, like I said to you guys last <laughs> yeah. month. Yeah. When he's just taking off like a fucking banshee, dude. There's one kid that tries to keep up at the end, but he's oh, no. That, yeah. that kid, dude, that kid yeah. is flying. And did you ever notice? Did you ever notice Rocky is wearing Converse All-Stars in that scene? Oh, have, yeah. Have you ever worn those shoes? Dude, it's like wearing socks. Those my, my, Converse are my wife's flat. favorite shoes. There's no arch support. I cannot oh. even imagine sprinting in those things. But, yeah, there's tons in this movie. I hope we touched on a lot. Um, I just wanted to touch on at the very end of the, the fight at the end. After he knocks Apollo down and they do the whole slow motion where they're both climbing up and Rocky staggers to his feet right before the count of 10 and the ref counts 10 you're out. And then it cuts, then it cuts to Paulie and Adrian, Adrian yeah. screams and Polly goes, he won, he won. Dude, if you want to see this six foot three, 220 pound guy right here, fucking shed tears every time, dude. What a pussy. Holy's reaction when the beer spills him. That's that's not close to pussy, but yeah. Oh my god. No, but seriously, like the popcorn or pretzels, whatever he has, and like the beer. And it's so funny that they're just sitting in their house watching this. You know, like it's, it's even so weird. funnier. But he goes, other than the birth of my son, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. So <laughs> yeah. fuck you, Adrian. <laughs> Forget my wedding. Yeah. But se- no, but seriously. So the, the son boxing, then you. Wait. <laughs> When he when when Polly says he won he won and then it cuts to Rocky basically collapsing in in the the other trainer's arms, and then they go through the next like thirty seconds and and then Rocky gets to his little speech, holds the belt up and says Yo Adrian I did it. Oh yeah, dude, you can't get better than that. So, 
on that note, when I watched this, when we, I thought we were doing this over the Christmas holidays, I watched them a little while ago, like you guys did. Uh, that came on, and my wife came in to see it because she, she's a fan of the Rocky movies too, but she forgets all the subtleties. Like she, so he's like, "Yo, Adrian, I did it." She started laughing, and she turns and goes, "Are you crying?" I'm like, I got a little, like, I got a little bit wow. of a tear in my eye. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You, you know where I cry when he goes, he goes, you know, except for my kid being born and Mickey agreeing to manage me. And except for Buckus, Buckus is never to be seen again. By the way, <laughs> the dog's there for when it needs to be there, and it's not. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't get a replacement dog and just have him wandering around in the background of Part Three and Four, yeah. right? The turtles even come back if I can like Part yeah, Five, Cuff, uh, Cuff and Link, or whatever, or whatever the names are. Yeah, yeah, they're in Part Five. Suppo- supposedly, as of three years ago, those same turtles were still alive, and Stallone still owns them. Yeah, I do remember him saying that's, that. That's that's what he claims. <laughs> All right, well, let's claim how many uh, snow cones Paulie's throwing in the parking lot <laughs> out of five. <laughs> this one was hard. This this is harder, but again, like the emotional, it's it's five again. <laughs> I, I told you it's going to be. Yeah, I was think I was contemplating going to four point five. But you know what? I think I just because of where I am with the other ones, but it's just going to be a running theme. It's five. It got to be right. Because even if you even if you say like all the weird moments in between, like the job and the house shopping and the marriage and the coma, even with that, I I don't see those as as flawed. Right? I mean, I could see why other people might find it slow. But that just means you're not getting it. You're just not You're just not appreciating it. You're not getting what this is all about, I guess, right? Because no one in their right mind would say that this is a bad movie because of those things. I have to do it as a podcaster. I'm trying to find, you know, play Devil's Advocate. But I don't Well, you need those slow moments for the emotional punch. To hit you because if you don't have it you, there is no emotional punch those are just scenes that are fish out of water so you need that you need that 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 build and you need those dramatic elements for sure right so i guess chris we don't have to ask you five out of five okay so for the longest time i always said the first rocky was my favorite since i was about probably like 15 or so i'd say when i came to fully appreciate the first movie I'd say over the last five to seven years, if I'm completely honest with myself, this is probably my favorite one. Wow. When, awesome. when, when I get in the mood to get on YouTube and pull up Rocky clips, I pull up the training montage from this movie. I pull up the fight from this movie. At this point in my life, I think this is my favorite one. You know, you could also just put the movie on. Watch it from start to finish. <laughs> no go to YouTube. <laughs> and let's talk about Gazo showing up for that second fight. Oh, yeah. God, dude, Gazo's got his back the whole time. He never leaves him. He says, "Remember that guy, Rock?" <laughs> yeah, Gazo's awesome. He's terrible in Maniac, but <laughs> like even, awesome man. Think of how great even that moment is in the gym when Gazo comes in and has that little moment. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You mean me mean, mean like breaking thumbs? Yeah, collecting. Or no, he says no. He's like collecting. He goes, he's yeah. just collecting. He goes, I can't do that stuff no more. So uh, yeah, no. Uh, this is yeah, five out of five. I mean, 
you'd be hard pressed to find movies better than this. I mean, but don't don't you guys agree that this this specific movie gets faded on though? Like nobody talks about this one. Nobody talks about they it. They talk about right. the first it's, one or three or four. Even Stallone, when he's asked to rate the like, what he said, number one, ten, number two, seven. Even yeah, he it's, said, I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. I think it's a masterpiece. I really do, man. Remember what he gives three and four? I, I don't recall because I don't even know if they talked about that. If they did, did, was it in that documentary on Netflix? Yeah. Right? Oh, okay. I'm, yeah, I don't. I don't remember sure. that specific. Part. I don't remember that either. Huh. Unless it was a documentary about the making of the re-editing of part four, the director's cut. Oh, did did you that, watch that after I sent that yeah, to you? Oh, okay. I did. Okay, I did. I uh, because well, we'll get to that because that that's interesting right. because and, and for a whole different reason. Right. And we'll, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. But okay. this has been awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's get there. Let's not cram too much into this part two review. Okay. Let's end this and uh, get to Rocky Three, Rocky versus Clubber Lang. We'll be back. <laughs> 